But then yeah. it was like when everybody tried to leave, it hadn't truly really hit yet. They shut all the freeways down in Houston. So everybody was stranded. So for like four days, my boss, my brother's girlfriend, and me and Andrew were trapped in our like one bedroom apartment with a new cat we adopted. Yeah. And it was like, ah, oh, and we would just like saw water floating by. There was like dumpsters and cars and like things just floating by for a long time. And it was like awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hurricanes. Hurricanes are a thing. <laughs> Gotta love them. Yeah. Well, I moved away, so I'm fine. And so yeah, did you. Exactly. Don't have to deal That's, with them anymore. It's now like, I have to deal with tor tornadoes and snowstorms. Exactly. But, I know. And I was terrified of. to move to the Midwest. Like when I was like, I moved to St. Louis. Everyone wants to tell you their horror stories. And like I grew up in the 90s watching Twister. Hello, Helen Hunt, where she's like taking her belt off yeah, yeah, to like yeah. all, you That's know, to survive. That's a very accurate depiction of how tornadoes work. Yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah and so i was like terrified to move here i was like oh my gosh i have to wear a Especially belt every day of my life knives around them exactly the exactly cow flying by you making eye contact with the cow absolutely <laughs> i was like oh lord jesus we need a basement wherever we live in the midwest <laughs> just to survive and yeah. belts i keep a belt in I every room were a weird thing they are they're creepy well, from the South, you just hear creepy stories well, especially of basements. Like, I grew up watching Home Alone, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. That was absolutely. Like, so, like, and that is the thing in Home Alone yes. is, like, the yes. furnace and it coming alive yes. and all that. Yes. And, yeah. That well, was I, the first basement My wife is still freaked out about base, uh, even our absolutely. basement, which is finished. And yes. So, anyway. I know. All right. We should probably get started. <laughs> hey, Youth Crossing, we're so glad um, that you're with us. We're uh, Personally, I'm really excited about the conversation we're going to have. I think it's a pertinent conversation as we're just diving into um, our own experiences and really some some big things. So Hannah, thanks Absolutely. for being on on here today. Yes, thank you for having me, yeah. Pastor David Cording. <laughs> I love youth crossing. Love working with you. So this is a lot of fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, um, and I think we're gonna have fun today. So yes. uh, here's the thing, and, and this is if you don't know where some of this idea of this podcast came out of. Really, oftentimes I, and I know you feel this way too, but oftentimes like. I'll be preparing for like various messages and getting ready and stuff like that and, and like find some really just really cool tidbits of, mm -hmm. of things that I'd love to share, but just out of the nature of time and stuff like that. Yes. And to be clear too, like we want to, everything we teach on Wednesdays, we want to try mm -hmm. to be as clear as we can be. Absolutely. Um, and we could always do better, but, um, but. Well, some of us. Yeah. You can, <laughs> you're, you're probably one of the just more clear <laughs> ones of us. But anyway, I think um, one of the things that ends up happening is there's, pieces that like just pieces of information we yes. love to share that we just don't get a chance to mm -hmm. and so i know you you felt that way mm -hmm. in the past too we've talked about this absolutely yeah um and so um we the last series we've been in is been kind of all about mm -hmm. um uh, miracles mm -hmm. and so here, here's here's um like what's the what's something that you I know you've been talking about miracles and stuff over mm -hmm. at Mid Rivers. We all have. But right. What um, What are some things that you've just been learning, or or maybe mm -hmm. that you love when it comes to when you when somebody asks about miracles? Mm -hmm. What's something that you just you can't help but share? Yes. Well, I think going back, you know, growing up in the church, I always heard miracles being talked about, and you know, just even like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street was one of my yeah. favorite movies, and so you know, I think the the premise of it like I definitely understand like miracles it's something where God steps into humanity 
you have to give him credit, right? Like mm-hmm. we can be attributed to nobody else. It's just the supernatural work of God in our life, right? I think what's been interesting with me and just preparing and praying for this series is a lot of the things I've been studying or even conversation as conversations I've had with students after, you know, the night and that kind of thing is what miracles are not. Mm. And that's been very interesting to dive into those conversations. And I know I've ruffled some feathers because like, for example, I told the students, I was like, you know, like when something great happens, it's like two for one night at Pizza Hut. You're like, yes, that's a miracle. Yeah. yeah. No, it's actually not. They probably got some extra dough they need to get rid of. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Or it's just like, you know, it's a great thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean God stepped into humanity and like orchestrated this occurrence that, you know. Yeah, because not everything that happens in this world. Exactly. Is necessarily caused by God. Right, right. Um, He's he's actively involved. Absolutely. But it doesn't mean he's the one necessarily pulling the strings or whatever. Because sometimes the things that happen in this world are not good. Yes. Yeah. And do you know, take it a step further. Some things that I've shared with students are a miracle is not karma. Mm. You know, like they're getting theirs, right? Mm-hmm. It's not manifesting, which is a very popular thing. Like I'm going to manifest like, you know, positive thoughts are a great thing. And the word does say to meditate on things that are good and pleasing to God. But yeah, and you there know, is something to be said about the idea of like um, a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think you're right, be absolutely. Yeah. So you end up being bad. Because yes. There, there, there is something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. But just because you have positive thoughts. Right. Doesn't mean it's going exactly. to happen. Yes. Yeah. And crystals are not miracles. We can't attribute that yeah. to God and his supernatural work. You know, astrology is a big thing nowadays, right. you know, and then also magic. I've had a student come up to me and yeah. be like, well, let me show you my card trick. And like, this is miraculous. And I was like, no, buddy, I saw your sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I even think like even as you're reading scripture, sometimes um, I think sometimes it can feel um it can be hard because there mm-hmm. are things that are like crazy that it says like, well, man, these guys performed this thing, mm-hmm, turned a, a staff into a snake. Yes. And it, and it does. It, it, it provokes, it should provoke some questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times in scripture, when we see miracles, mm-hmm. you know, take a note of like, who's around? What do people say? You know, a lot of times a miracle will happen and then people are like, they started praising God or it was like, I have to go tell everybody about Jesus because it's something that makes people ponder or lean in or look. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it comes to a miracle is where we all look at it and recognize something supernatural, something sovereign had to step in and do it Mm because we couldn't make it happen in our own strength. Well, and I think there's something good about that. Like, um, because when we read these sort of fantastic, I, I always describe it as like a fantastical story, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, Great this in, incredible word. thing that <laughs> happens, right? Yes. Um, I, I don't think it's inappropriate for us to ask the question of like, man, how, how is that possible? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I shared um, a little bit more about is that idea that like, if there really is a God mm-hmm. and he really did create all of this that we live in and, and breathe in and work in and all that, then it doesn't surprise me that this God who is bigger than we can imagine, who created and put everything like he, he made everything the way it is. If he's able to do that, mm-hmm. it would not surprise me that he is able to operate outside of the structures Absolutely. that he has put in. So, so when we read stories in scripture that they're just 
these yeah fantastical things right. that are like really tough and hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't surprise me that they could be true, mm-hmm. because if he really is a god who is bigger than we can possibly imagine, right? Um, uh, Isaiah talks about it. He's like his ways are higher than mm-hmm. our ways. Absolutely. Just simply meaning like the way he operates, the way he works, the way he thinks is not the way we think. Then it's absolutely possible. Right. Yeah. And I th- it just reminds me like, okay, good. God is in control. He is sovereign. He has a plan. He's at work even when mm-hmm. I can't see it, you mm-hmm. know? And it's just a reminder of like, okay, there is a God, you know? Yeah. And I think um, if you don't know God or you're unfamiliar with his ways, you see miraculous happen and you're like, hmm, I wonder how that happened. And, you know, those questions do lead us, you know, closer to God. But you know, if you've been walking with the Lord, you're like, awesome. That is God. God, thank you, Jesus, that, you know, you are at work in this world, you yeah. know, and that we can see, you know, you working. Yeah. So one question I have for you is like, how do you discern? And this is kind of veering off of the idea of, of miracles, but it's connected. Mm-hmm. How because you just brought up the idea of like um, sort of discerning when God is stepping in and when he's not. What are some Mm, ways you think people can, like, notice God's activity in their life? Yeah. I think it's really simple but hard at the same time. I think that um, just picking our head up and being aware, Mm. um, especially for those, you know, everyday occurrences where God is at work. Mm -hmm. You know, nowadays we all carry around pocket laptops called our phones yeah and it it causes us to be distracted you know i know i've been convicted of that absolutely me too you know and if you've ever been to camp or winter blast with me i'm constantly yelling at the students who are like walking every which way and so slow on the sidewalks walk with purpose pick your head up you know and i mean that's for all of us absolutely Mm -hmm. but just stopping and um noticing what's going on around you and Mm -hmm. um looking for it i think helps too you know which takes faith you know, um, to believe that God is at work or just to give him the chance, you know? Another thing that I I absolutely agree. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, that's one of the biggest things in my own life that I've, I've been convicted over the years of just like, okay, am I paying attention? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, another piece to that, one of the ways that, that has helped me pay attention personally is just having the right people in my life that are willing to go to help you slow down and go, David, did you take notice of that? Yeah. Um, I shared at Chesterfield um, a couple weeks back, like that. Um, when it comes to miracles, um, um, sometimes it really is just slowing down and mm-hmm. noticing. Yeah. Um, because while we see these different fantastical stories in Scripture, right? They're big and whatever, and we go, "Gosh, how come that kind of stuff doesn't mm-hmm. happen today?" Uh, well, I'd make the argument that it probably does. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But just like Scripture, the things that are captured are those big moments. Yes. A lot of the things that we don't see are actually the small, faithful moments of these individual lives where they just were faithful. Yes. And they followed God through all the different things. And we see these big moments, like in Moses, like where all these crazy stories. Well, what about the 40 years where he just Mm -hmm. was a shepherd? Yes. And he was faithful. Mm -hmm. And he sought the Lord and he Mm -hmm. asked God to step in his life or whatever. And then... All of a sudden, all these crazy things started happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. How often is it that we just 
we just partly what you're saying. Yeah. Take stop and notice because that's what happened right. with him. He noticed mm-hmm. when the burning bush happened. Yes. He, he took notice. Yes. But part of it is just, um, yeah, being faithful yes. and, and, and uh, having other people in your life who are yeah. helping you in that. Yeah, process. along those lines because, you know, in preparation, like we've been talking about for miracles and all these kind of things. I, I came upon this quote that just arrested me having to do with Moses and that kind of thing. And, and you're right. Like he noticed, right? He wasn't too busy with what he was doing. So uh, this is the poet Elizabeth Barrett Browning said, Earth is crammed with heaven, and every common bush of fire with God. But only he who sees takes off his shoes. The rest sit around and pluck blackberries. Hmm. And just that thought of like Moses was open and aware of the ways that God was at work and speaking and had enough mm-hmm. in him to stop and see, you know, the bush of fire. And Well, because like some scholars will say that maybe that burning bush was always burning. Mm-hmm. And it was just the first right. time that Moses noticed, right? Yes, yeah. And so I love that even, yeah, just yeah. the way she put that of yeah. like, he's the only one who took off yes. his, his shoes. And even thinking in my life, there's been times where, you know, because I've been walking with Jesus for a minute where I feel like I'm in a rut in my faith or mm-hmm. maybe I'm going through something and it just feels like nothing around me is changing. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the things I need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm reading my Bible. I'm going to church, whatever it may be. And I'm just like, where are you, God? Mm-hmm. And in those moments when I've stopped and I'm like, okay, let me assess my life and what God's doing, it amazes me all the things that maybe I've been taking for granted or attributing to something, somebody Mm. else that I'm like, oh, no, 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 God is and he is actively involved in my everyday life. He's not active. He's not just like down the road where I'm trying to get or he wasn't just in my past. You know, Mm -hmm. God is the same yesterday, today and forever. You know, the the biggest, brightest moments in my life, God is just as present in my every mundane life as he was in those moments. Well, and I so something that um, helped me in that similar process as I as I was because I I didn't really find who God was until I was, you know, towards my senior year of high school. Um, I had somebody pretty early on in my journey with Jesus, um, like help me parse out like my early childhood and my early years. And um, I just remember sharing different pieces of my story. And there's there's tough parts of, right. of it. Right. We all have those moments. But I just remember a guy named Josh who just was like, you know, that was like just to, just to be clear, God showed up in that person. Yeah. And because your neighbor who lived across the street who told you to come to a, a, to volunteer at this uh, VBS or you know vacation Bible school when you were at, at middle school and you didn't you didn't believe in God, right. you know that was partly God working in and through them to woo you to Him. Mm-hmm. And just to say it. The fact that you were living there at that time, I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I tend to believe that God mm-hmm. helps orchestrate some of that. Yes, yes, he just does. Like, just like we started earlier. It's, right. He's not in everything. He doesn't right. cause everything. Right. But he is at work. Absolutely. And so um, I think sometimes helping to reframe and even look back and go, okay, God was showing up here. Mm-hmm. He's He's been active in this situation and this mm-hmm. in this life. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Klein Snodgrass, who's a theologian, theologian and whatever, he, one of the things that he talks about specifically is that, like, um, God doesn't do things to people. He oftentimes works through people mm-hmm. to show his activity mm-hmm. and his work. Mm-hmm. Yes, it wasn't just the the wind and whatever that parted the Red Sea. Moses 
was involved with that. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when the miracles in our lives happen or the miracles in this world happen, it's because of the people that he invites into the process. And Mm -hmm. what I love more than anything Mm -hmm. is that that's how God works. Yeah. Because we are his children. Mm -hmm. And he works and wants to work in us. Absolutely. And how beautiful you had somebody in your life who was like, hey, let's take a second and Mm. let's look back and see how God has been at work, you know, and that's encouragement for me to stop and do that to those that I'm leading and those I love as well, you know. Yeah. Because, like you're saying, he, he is working through others you know and I never want to be the the person holding something up or you know that kind of thing so I think you're right like it it goes back to paying attention yeah what you were saying like um sometimes we can take for granted Mm -hmm. the people in our lives both the people who are investing in us Mm -hmm. and the people we can invest in Mm -hmm. and um and um I think the the longer I've been around the longer I've been trying to walk with God, um, the more times like it's God just going, yes, yes, you're right. I've put the people in your life mm-hmm. for a reason. Mm-hmm. Don't waste it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Here's the thing is I know that this probably doesn't answer a, a, all of our questions about miracles. Mm-hmm. Is there any other little last little pieces you'd want to share or anything? It's OK if not. Oh, well, no, I'm, I'm tracking with you now, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's so much more we can share about miracles. In fact, um, I think one of the things that is miraculous is this legacy that God gives to us. Mm-hmm. You know, not missing people in our lives or whatever. Um, um, I think the legacy that, you know, God comes and uses people and mm-hmm. those people share about the work God has done and mm-hmm. God works in their life mm-hmm. and they share and they share and they share. Um, um, there's a devotional I work with with my kids and um, I do think it's miraculous. Mm-hmm. This story that we celebrate of this Savior who's come. And so I don't know what it is that you're dealing with or struggling with or what you're hoping for or what you're wanting to show, you know, happen in your life. But I believe there is a God who cares for you. And so um, our prayer, I know Hannah would agree, is just that you might come to know who God is Mm -hmm. and see his activity in your life and be open and be open. And and when you do have questions, when you do want to see more, Mm -hmm. you invite him in, but you invite other people in because oftentimes that's how God works. Mm -hmm. So thanks for joining us. Um, We'll we'll keep having these conversations and we'll keep, keep trying this out and seeing how it goes. So thanks for being with us.